Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community. You're listening to All Things Testosterone, where we talk about all things testosterone. Um, Today, uh, we're talking, this is actually our second recorded podcast uh, back in person since the quarantine mess. We're talking about high hematocrit symptoms, how to alleviate those. We're talking about DHEA mixed with cypionate. We're talking about the future of HCG. We're talking about where Eric is, what he's up to. We're talking about how body recomposition affects TRT, specifically how uh, losing adipose tissue uh, would affect TRT. We're talking about blood test frequency when on TRT and dialed in. If you're looking for a doctor, check out uh, testosteronepodcast.com slash discounts. We've got some clinics up there that treat um, all over the country that we have compared and contrasted, that we've reviewed, uh, unbiased opinions that we've uh, really just kind of spelled out what you get, what you pay, and how much it costs. So you can check that out, testosteronepodcast.com slash discounts. And here is the show. So let's do some of these Q&As. I asked the... TRT community Facebook group, if they had any ideas for topics. And I wanted to make entire episodes out of um, some of these topics, but uh, most of what people mentioned were seemed more like Q and a style. Either we've already got a full episode dedicated to the topic or uh, one of them is just, I need to do some research because it was a good question. Um, do you want to read these to me? We already touched on that first one. Hot flashes or high hematocrit symptoms. Yeah. So blurry vision, headaches. What to look for. Yeah. Standard stuff. Headaches. For me, headaches. You can feel your heart. You can feel your pulse through your whole body if you walk up a flight of stairs. Uh, lethargy. Feels, you know, fatigue, lethargic, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, is there a question about how to deal with it later on down the list or was that all that he was asking? That was it. Okay. So dealing with it, and, and I, we do have an entire episode dedicated to the uh, high hematocrit, but to deal with it, you can first donate blood, and guys will guys will say that when you donate blood, you can crash your ferritin. You definitely can crash your ferritin. I consider it rare. Every time I say it's rare, I'll have two people message me and say, F you, I crashed my, my ferritin. <laughs> well, it's one or two people, so I'm still going to say it's rare. It does happen, but 
but it's rare and you can't do anything about it. You have to just wait. So the best thing that I would say to do for elevated hematocrit is first donate blood and you'll probably feel better immediately within the day. Um, after that, break your dose up into three times a week, smaller doses and see what that does for you. Yeah. I think when I, when I was on it on, on my, my first, uh, protocol, I had, I had the head sweat, like mm-hmm. itchy head sweats, mm-hmm. you know, your head, you get, when you get sweaty, your head gets really itchy. Yep. 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 Um, let's chase the rabbit trail of, of <laughs> crashing your ferritin. What, what is that? What could that lead to? What problems that cause? The same. Well, so what prompts it, I don't know what causes it in one guy over another. It's to me so rare that I've never really looked into it, but it's, it's caused from donating too much blood when they take the, uh, the blood out, you lose iron, you lose ferritin, um, and you get the same side effects. It's almost like in the TRT world, all the side effects are the same for everything that you do. If you're crashed your ferritin, if you're hematocrit's a little different, your E2 up or down, like low T, all of them are the same. You've got fatigue, um, brain fog, that kind of stuff. So okay. crashing your ferritin, from what I understand, can be pretty terrible, but I think it's rare. And I think that donating once it's even more rare that it would happen. Okay. I use, I like to use that in the same way that I like to use an astrazole. It's like you've experienced this problem with high hematocrit or with elevated estradiol. Mm -hmm. So rather than take three months to adjust your dose for everything to come back down to normal, let's go ahead and zap you with the men in black memory stick (laughs) Start you back over at zero and let you try again by donating blood. Okay. That'll, you know, fix it pretty quickly. Or by taking an astrazole for a couple of weeks, that'll fix your E2 quickly. And then you, you have a baseline that you can build from rather than taking three months to reset it. Got it. Next question. Why a clinic would mix DHEA into test sipinate when you ask them to stop mixing and AI into the test? I'm assuming he meant NAI into the test. Yeah. A-N. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, it's got to be preference. Somebody commented on there and said that they think that it's the pharmacy. I don't think in any way that the pharmacy is prescribing prescriptions that the doc, the, the clinic didn't write. Um, it's yeah. not the pharmacy's job to do that. So I think the clinic probably wrote it. It's test and DHEA. I'm almost guessing that it's a topical cream, um, compounded cream. I don't know. But uh, it's... You'd have to ask your doctor because some doctors like Ken from Matrix are almost anti anything extra until you need it. And some doctors like to get ahead of the curve and say, we're going to give you a little DHEA because um, we're shutting down your HPTA and we think you're going to need the DHEA later. So basically the reason that they're probably doing it is because you're not taking um, HCG which means your HPTA is not functioning properly, and DHEA is something that you're missing out on. Uh, we covered HCG and main, maintaining fertility. We've covered covering most of these topics already. <laughs> <laughs> we last time we, I think our last episode, we covered the end of HCG. Yeah, as and a then- compounded. I think, you know, as obviously everyone's aware of the, the end of HCG as a compounded yep. substance. So we talked about it, me and you. And then I also went deeper with Ken from Matrix about what he thinks That's about true. it. So the 
the what what's happening is still kind of unknown. But if you are with a provider that is saying at this point they can't get it, you might want to consider switching to a different provider because there are providers out there that can, number one can still get it, and number two at this point don't believe that there's going to be a disruption in them getting it ever. So Matrix is an example of a clinic. Ken Ken has ties to pharmacies that will at least have it through the end of this year mm-hmm. and then most likely still have it with a slight price fluctuation increase next year. So I believe what I've gathered from the group and from Rachel is that um, per, la- per my last visit is that now she can just prescribe Pregnil. Yeah. And it can be found at any pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And it is more expensive, uh, 110 or 115 for that. Um, and Drug Crafters, I think, has gone way up on the. Have they? On, according to the guy in the group, he said that's oh, like $300 now. Versus the 75 that we were paying? This is for 10,000 IU. Yeah. 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 Is that what you paid? Uh, I did not pay three hundred. No. no, 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 no. I was paying I, the last time I got it for ten thousand. I paid ninety four dollars. So there's probably a difference in like you. You may have gotten supplies or something. I may have picked it up from them. Like seventy five to ninety bucks. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I may have paid seventy five because I picked it up. Okay. And I may have paid seventy five because I didn't get syringes. You know. But, oh, I never get. I never get syringes. I get syringe. You know, just Walgreens okay. or whatever. Anyway. Um. Where's Eric been and how's his quarantine been going? I don't know where Eric's been. I don't know how his quarantine's, uh, quarantine's been going. I know that he's lost 94 pounds since he started TRT. I invited him over to my house this morning. He didn't respond. He's not here. <laughs> and he hates us. I know that he's moving to a new city and he's building a house. Other than that, that, that's all I got. I don't know. And working on his Photoshop skills. I also know that he's the one that asked that own, that question about his own self. So <laughs> he has the answers. Here's one. How recomping affects T levels, if at all, for those on TRT? Lower E2 conversion due to lower adipose tissue amounts, etc. I.e., I was 174, 22% body fat, now 150 at 14% body fat or so. So other than, and I can't remember this fellow, I can't remember who it was, but he always asks good questions. Mike Nepalinski. Yes. He always, he's he's knowledgeable. He asks good questions. Monsters, (laughs) Inc. Right. Yes. Monsters, (laughs) Inc. Um. Other than what he's already said, that yes, recomping your body, and what he's talking about is a body recomposition. So if you lose adipose tissue, what that's going to do to your testosterone. First of all, it's not going to do anything to your testosterone, but he knows that. Um, it definitely can affect the way you aromatize the testosterone, and, and it can you can there's less conversion the less adipose tissue there is. So what I'd like to do is leave my answer there, and I want to find somebody that's more of a more in the bodybuilding world to address some of that, maybe, or even a, a doctor, maybe a, a doctor that's a bodybuilder. There are a few that are floating around that are bodybuilding doctors. So I may I may try to get one of them on to answer that question. And I'm also I didn't tell you this yet, but I've all I'm wor- <laughs> I'm working with the who's that uh, the pharmacist. Renegade. Yeah. I'm working with the Renegade pharmacist um, to come on and, and give us some more details about HCG and whether or not it's going to be available in the future. So Awesome. Something I didn't see coming, but I think we'll have him on at some point. 
So all the HCG bases will be covered. Yes. That, that's been the topic of conversation, like hot topic for most that of this and, year. Yeah, that and AIs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just briefly, I think this is something I, I'm current, like why I chose to like start working with a nutrition coach, pick up working, working out again. I need to, my, like I have a high suspicion that a lot of my issues are related because I'm at like 32% body fat. And I'd really like to see, I'd really like to see that come down and recomp as it were. Uh, because I think it definitely drives a huge, it's a huge factor in hormonal health. Like, yeah. So uh, I more of a believer in that now than I have ever been. Yeah. And so I'm, I really would like to, to, melt my body fat off and see see if i can life could get a lot better i'm sure Coach like Chris i said I, earlier i'm 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 exhausted i'm trying to exhaust most avenues <laughs> uh to get you know to get things right again yeah to unlock that whatever uh last question how often to get blood tests once you've everything dialed in also the po- also the possibility of left ventricle hypertrophy while on trt I don't know where the left ventricle hypertrophy came from unless it's just a general um, TRT is bad for your cardiac health kind of concern. Um, so that's another one that I want to uh, I want to talk to. These are the kinds of questions that, I don't know. A I can specialist read, on. Yeah, yeah, I can read the research, but I'd like to talk to uh, a specialist, and so I'm going to address that one in the future. Uh, as far as blood tests, I mean... I probably get blood tests and my doctor, Rachel would prefer I probably get them more often, but I probably do when everything's good two a year. Okay. Um, and that's just because I don't want to do more. I don't like the needle in my <laughs> vein. She'd probably prefer three, but yeah, two a year. And you unless sit there a long time with that needle in if you're getting the full, the yeah. full panel. I, I yeah. don't love it, but so that's that's my answer. Two times a year I do blood, unless that's illegal, in which case I do more. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I think maybe we should get Eric on. Um, I really wanted him to come over today, but if he's if he's lost ninety four pounds on TRT since he started he's TRT, he's gonna look way different. Yeah. Like I wanna, I wanna get, I wanna put my eyes on this. I haven't seen him since probably October. Wow. Yeah. So, weather balloons, do you think that's something I should still do? It was really interesting to me, and now things are starting to open back up, and quarantine seems to be close to... Do you have a field picked out where we can launch it? No. Okay. No. Uh, do you... Have we you could, decided on what you want to send into space? No. 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 Um, uh, have you bought the weather balloon? No. No. Okay. Well, okay, so the, like, I still really want to do it. I don't think that the field is important. I could do it. We could do it from wherever. If, uh, filming would be my biggest search. So, uh, yes. like, there's a, any park where we can get a little bit of open space. And I'm just still imagining us. it as like the model rocket launching thing for some reason. I don't know why. It's totally not no. that. Yeah, you don't have it. to have uh, clearance of any kind. Yeah. It's just it's a it's big, so I wouldn't have it in this room. Like, it would need mm. to be blown up outside. Okay, because it would it would take up you know probably from the wall to the wall <laughs> close to it. it i may have asked this before on the previous episodes when we discussed it how do we make sure 
We go out to a small patch of grass. We launch it. How do we make sure it doesn't end up in like we Africa? Don't. Well, that's crazy. But we don't. We can't make sure it doesn't end up. So how do you? How do can you make sure it lands three hours away like the guy did with a Big Mac or whatever it was? Yeah. How can you make sure it does do that? How can you make sure it does? Why would you want to make sure it does? Well, why would you want it to land three hours the away? The results of your experiment are going to be tough to obtain if if it's in Africa. It's not going to Africa. <laughs> how do you? How are you sure that it's not going to Africa? Well, I guess if you're a scientist, I can't be certain that it won't end up in Africa. However, that's an awfully long voyage for it falls quickly, so it goes up quickly and it comes okay. down quickly. I think the whole what trip is the like fall? the balloon pops under the pressure of the atmosphere. Okay, okay. So, shows you I'm on China. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> one, weather balloons are very common. People use them to measure the weather, though. Sure. Um, so, it going to Africa, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it can get a couple hours away. Okay. So, that's fine. You, the only thing you can do is choose your day carefully, determine what the wind's going to be, um, and, and that kind of thing. And, like Aside a SpaceX that, launch, you're looking at the weather right. ahead of, and you have a window. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it's there are GPS units. There are they, they sell kits like weatherballoon.com or whatever that you can get a kit where it comes with the GPS, <laughs> with the there's a website for everything. Uh, yeah, with the GPS and with the um, GoPro. You know that like the balloon, everything comes together. It comes in the the cell the styrofoam box with the hole already cut out for the camera to see. And okay, yeah. So and they sell cheap GoPros on Amazon, or does it come with it? It comes with it. Some of, I mean, there Flow are pros, if you will. Uh, well, I so one. I would be concerned about it withstanding the temperatures if it's a uh, faux pro, uh, because I've seen on some of the YouTube videos where the actual GoPro and the GPS didn't survive. So they, hmm. they, um, the whole bit was ruined. Yeah. Well, they part of the bit was ruined and then this guy now duplicates his efforts. There's two cameras, two GPS units and everyone he sends out that kind of thing. So oh. I may have to um, have a little redundancy and put two cameras in it or something. I don't know, but it's still something I want to do, but I'm, I'm moving. So selling this house and it's just like, that's been the last um, thing that's <laughs> low on, on the priority. Yeah. yeah. But I definitely want to do it. And according to Ken, just with find a place with dogs that can take dogs. Yeah. According to Ken with Matrix Hormones, um, the temperature variance should not be a problem. And he assured me that I would not die if I injected I the testosterone. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So I might still do the testosterone, um, just maybe one syringe full versus an entire 5 mLs or something. Hmm. Yeah. But it could like, if from here, it could still land. Do you think it could still land in like the middle of the Florida Everglades or something like that? No. No, I do not. not I don't think it's going to go because it goes up. I think the whole trip takes like two hours. I think it takes about an hour oh. and 30 minutes to go up. I mean, it's not that, and it's 100,000 feet. So right. that is roughly 20 miles, but it's a huge balloon with a ton of helium and it moves quickly. So I. Th- it's going to take longer than an hour, two hours to get up there. Let me Google. Let's see what Google has to say about it. But it's not moving at 20 miles an hour. You don't know what it's moving at. How long is round (laughs) trip weather balloon? 
about 90 minutes. How long do high-altitude weather balloons stay in flight? The average balloon will ascend for 90 minutes before bursting, 30 minutes to get back down. Yeah. So it it, okay. it could be moving at 20 miles an hour because okay. it's it's massive, man. Like, it wouldn't fit in this room. It would hit the chandelier. It would be touching the refrigerator. It would be touching your chest. I mean, it's a big balloon. Okay. And... Yeah, I mean, it obviously moves at 20 miles an hour. Faster than that, right? Is that 30? If it takes an hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's moving. Wow. Plus, the payload would determine a lot of that, and this is going to be nothing. You know, it's not carrying any weight. So Maybe a few ounces. Yeah. So, yeah. So, my point is that within an hour and a half and then 30 minutes down, that means it's falling at 70, 60? How fast? That's that's too fast. That doesn't make any sense. Some... It's the point it reaches a terminal velocity. 50. And it's falling at 50 miles an hour, right? Because okay. it's 100,000 feet in the air and it takes 30 minutes to, to get down. Okay. Very Ch- check my math on that. Ian. No, no. I'm Don't not, make me look stupid on no, this. No, no. You have educated. This has been, this has been a nice uh, a brief seminar uh, on weather balloons. <laughs> my, my just concern is it's going to land somewhere maybe on somebody's private land or like, yes that's a possibility that, that's way more likely than africa <laughs> especially here i had no concept of weather before this <laughs> in texas especially because there's a lot of people that owned a lot of land own a lot of land you know yes. so it might end up somewhere that i can't get it and that's a 600 loss that i'll have to yeah, now if it's yeah. on somebody's land i can track it assuming everything returns in functional order I can track it and I can say, excuse me, Mr. Cuban, um, my weather balloon has landed on your estate. Would you mind, you know, but which the YouTube guys have to do, you know, yeah. they'll call, they'll call where it is. Hey, do you mind going and looking in the bushes? Cause I think my weather balloon just landed and they'll put eyes on it and say, yeah, we've got it. Come get it. Huh? Very interesting. Yeah. 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 Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT Community. 